What's going on guys? Chris here and welcome back to another video. Today I'm here with the One Bit Podcast. This is a new show, maybe more of a talk show uh, that I'm going to be starting. Uh, as most of you know, this year 2016 is supposed to be my year of not Minecraft. I haven't been doing, actually I don't think I've done any Minecraft this year. If I have, I've done very limited amounts of it. Uh, and of course, if you've watched my channel for a long time, you know that basically my channel has been a Minecraft channel and what I would use my channel for was essentially a talk show format. I'd run around in Minecraft, build stuff in the background, talk about what's going on. I used it as kind of a podcasty format and I really enjoyed that. That's kind of why I got into YouTube. Uh, and I, I really enjoyed doing that. And of course, like I said, Minecraft's kind of fallen off the bandwagon for almost anybody. It's hard to do Minecraft on YouTube, get views. Uh, and of course, I mean, I don't just do YouTube for the views, but it does help. Um, <laughs> it, it's kind of yelling at an empty room if you're just uploading videos and not getting views. So I'm going to try this out uh, and see if anybody's interested in this. Um, so... Maybe we'll see that. I am still... My commentary is a little bit rusty, because like I said, I haven't been doing that much Minecraft. This is where most of my commentary experience comes from. I may pause and go, hmm, for a minute every now and again, but I want to try not to do that. Now let's talk about a one bit. The one bit podcast, the one bit talk show, whatever you want to call it. Basically, it's going to be a one-man podcast. I'm not even sure if you can do that. If it's technically a podcast, there's only one person. Um, so maybe a talk show is a better format for this. Basically, I'll talk about stuff. Uh, it's probably mostly going to be gaming, technology-related stuff. Uh, it's going to be all fancy-like. Of course, it'll be available here on YouTube. I'll try and get at least one episode out per week. Uh, and I'm also going to try and upload it to SoundCloud and see if from there I can get it on iTunes and Player FM. And of course, if I succeeded in doing that and you're listening to this as a new viewer from one of those formats, thank you and welcome. This is primarily being uploaded on my YouTube channel uh, youtube.com slash cosmic chris five uh, and you can also find me on twitter at cosmic chris five so there we go anyways this is an exciting time to be involved in gaming e3 is coming up in about what's a two or three weeks now it's going to be i believe let me check real quick but i believe it's going to be the fourth for the 14th and the 15th e3 2016 date is going to be june 14th through the 16th coming up now i know a lot of gaming companies are kind of starting to duck out of e3 ea has their new ea play which i believe is going to take place the week prior let me see ea or was it ea is it ea play i believe uh yeah it's ea play it's gonna be 13th and 14th so yeah it's in the same time frame uh, of e3 uh, and a lot of companies, I think there's a couple other companies that are doing something similar. Several companies are starting to back out of E3. E3 is starting to get kind of, uh, antiquated, I guess is the correct word for it. Uh, it's kind of unfortunate. I, I do kind of have a tradition with a couple friends of mine and all. I always sit down and watch all the press conferences, uh, and just kind of talk about stuff. I know last year was a big year because Fallout 4 came out, and I think I've talked to death about Fallout 4. You know, I'll probably touch on it at some point later on. Uh, but I'm really excited for that. It's the week after I'm going to be on vacation uh, the week before that. So I get back, I get to sit down and watch E3, which is going to be fun. 2016 is looking like it's going to be a fantastic year for video games. 2015 was a very good year, in my opinion. Had a lot of good games come out, but now we're starting to look at 2016. We are looking at all kinds of stuff. One of the things that I wanted to get off talking about right now, because uh, information actually just got released on this, I believe, last week. Civilization VI uh, was announced. 
There's some pretty good videos out there on it. There's one guy, uh, I, I've never heard of him before now, but I've seen him around on Reddit. Uh, and he, he has a, about a 30-minute video talking about the new features in Civ 6. He was flown out to uh, Firaxis Studios to look at Civ 6. It's Quill 18. I'll link that down below in the description if you want to check out that video. Uh, but he basically he goes over and he looks at the new features in Civ 6. Now, one of the things that first struck me, uh, if you haven't seen the artwork, check out the Steam page or just Google Civilization 6 uh, and look at the artwork. And it's definitely a big change from Civilization 5. Uh, Civ 5 kind of had a kind of pseudo-realistic look to it. Uh, they were going pushing for the hard, the new graphics, the fancy graphics uh, when that came out. When did Civ 5? I think Civ 5 came out in 2012. Let me see. Uh... Civ 5 came out in 2010, um, I apologize, uh, and the graphics in it, it kind of had that, not gritty, but it had the newer, just kind of more realistic feel to it, or as realistic as you can get for a 2010 release, uh, and here we are six years later, we've got the latest graphics technology, and Civ 6 is taking a more cartoony approach. Now, part of this, I believe, right now, you're, we're looking at a couple other games, this is like, uh, I, I look at Overwatch, and stuff like that, and you start to see games are starting to branch off, trying to more cartoony look to them, or different non-traditional graphics, uh, because basically graphics since day one have been pushing toward realism, and now, uh, in 2016, we're looking at graphics that look damn near real, uh, we've got crazy amounts of realism in our graphics, uh, one of the, Uncharted 4, actually, if you look at that, uh, new Uncharted game, I, I've never played Uncharted, it's a PlayStation exclusive, I've never owned a PlayStation, uh, but looking at the graphics on that game, it looks amazing, uh, I know the new Tomb Raider that came out recently has a lot of similar aspects to it, um, just kind of in facial animation alone, which has always been a big thing, is kind of getting out of that uncanny valley, or getting into it, rather, um, uh, you can't really distinguish if this would be a real person, but it's really good. Uh, and one of the things that kind of tried to touch on that was L.A. Noir, where they were trying to do the realistic facial animations where they were modeled, um, and it ended up just kind of looking really damn weird. Um, but we're kind of reaching that point with graphics where we're in an era where graphics are getting to about as far as they're going to go. Uh, of course, I say that it's probably something somebody said in like 2005. It's like, this is probably as far as graphics will go, and look what we have now 10 years, 10, 11 years later. Um, but still, I mean, right now you look at it, graphics are pretty good. Uh, I think right now we're going to, a lot of companies should start focusing more on engine improvements. Uh, I know I played a little bit of Battlefront during the beta. Uh, I know that game didn't do too well. I never actually bought it, but I played the beta, and that game looked absolutely fantastic. One of the best looking games uh, of recent release um and it it ran fantastically it was one of the most well optimized game engines i have ever played on and we look at these games and we see them and i think it's time that we start i'm trying to figure out a word this i kind of lost my train of thought for a second i'm sorry um we need to focus more on making the engines run well that way, these it's open to more people because PC gaming's coming in and it's getting more expensive to build computers. Uh, and I hope the graphics technology kind of accommodates for that and optimizes it a lot, a little better. If that makes any sense, uh, I think I paid about six hundred, seven hundred dollars for my rig. It can play most games that come out today, but it's really starting to sh uh, struggle. Built it a little over a year ago now, so I mean, you gotta kind of keep upgrading to keep up with it. But I think right now, since graphics the last year or two have kind of leveled out, I think we're 
we're going to start seeing a lot more people going for optimization. Uh, but then, like I was saying, we're going to other people who are branching out, trying the more cartoony look with things like Overwatch. Um, and this kind of cartoony look and feel, I guess cartoony may not be the best word for it, uh, but it's got the the very, just, just for lack of a better word, I'm just going to say cartoony. Uh, but it's one of those that it's not going to show its age because games have had this kind of feel for a while now. Team Fortress 2, for example, is one of those games. Its graphics are not astounding. It has its very own unique art style, and yet it still manages to impress. And we look at Civ 6, and Civ 6 has that very much cartoony art style compared to Civ 5. We've seen a lot of people say it looks kind of like a mobile game, which I would actually probably make that comparison, but at the same time, I think it, it still manages to hold up. Um, personally, I think I could, ra- I would rather have seen one with more modern graphics, but since Civ Five or Civilization is seen more as a broad game, a lot of people play it, they probably want to make it optimized to where most people can play it as possible, um, and even Civ Five ran very well, I, uh, even my crappy old laptop could run it pretty well, uh, and of course now Civ Six uh, with this graphical style, is probably not going to be terribly demanding, so it's going to reach a lot of people, which I'm really excited about. Also, as far as new features go, it looks like we're going to be seeing some fancy stuff. Looks like now the uh, wonders and improvements for your city will actually be built on tiles surrounding the city, which is something that is certainly different. Uh, They're trying to improve, bring a lot of improvements. I think they've seen what they did with Civilization Beyond Earth, which really was effectively what could have been an expansion for Civ V. It wasn't really that different from what I hear. I never played it. I've logged... About 100 hours, which I know is completely casual for most people who play Civilization. Um, but I've logged about 100 hours in Civ Five, and I've I've got the mechanics pretty well down, and I understand it pretty well. And from what I saw of Civilization after Earth, it really didn't change that much. It really didn't affect it that much. It was just a different place. It was in space with aliens and stuff like that. Uh, but Civ Six looks like it's definitely taking its own turn. Obviously, you can look at it and see... Um, that it's definitely got its own style, it's definitely got some new features, but I think it's going to be different enough to distinguish it. Uh, so I'm very, very excited about that. Uh, and I have, I actually recently at a thrift store, I found Civ 4, and I've been playing a little bit of that. And it's pretty crazy to see that there was a pretty major jump in mechanics from Civ 4 to Civ 5. And a lot of people, I know a lot of diehard Civ fans, uh, did complain that it was a little bit more dumbed down. Uh, which is kind of an argument you can make for a lot of games recently, how they're getting more and more dumbed down, but I think I'll save that for another podcast. We're already 10 minutes in, I didn't want to spend this whole episode talking about Civ 5, but, uh, yeah, I mean, a lot of games recently become more dumbed down. Uh, we've seen that with, like, Fallout 4, the recent rise, not even the recent rise, but just the rise in general of shooters and trying to make games that appeal to everyone. Uh, and I really hope they don't completely dumb down Civ 6. I don't want it to be dumbed down. I enjoy Civilization for its complexity. Um, and, of course, there are a lot of more turn-based strategy Civilization-like games that have sprung up in recent years that are way more complicated than any Civilization game ever was. Uh, so that appeals to a lot of the diehard fans of the whole franchise. Of course, like I said, I'm one of the filthy casuals who came in at Civ Five and said, hey, this is pretty fun. Uh, so it's 
just kind of up to you what you're going to think of this game. And of course, if you did not know, Civilization VI is set to release in October. Looks pretty good from what I've seen. Like I said, I'll link that video down below. Let me know what you think. Do you like Civ? Do you think Civ VI is a game for you? I think it looks pretty cool. Uh, it's just one of many games I'll probably end up buying this year. Anyway, another game that I was looking at that I'm kind of excited for is Deus Ex Mankind Divided. Had a pretty sketchy start to it uh, with the whole pre-order debacle, for those who didn't know. About a year ago, it might have been a little over a year ago when they announced pre-orders, they had their special Augment Your Pre-order, which, from what I remember, was essentially pay more, get random stuff. Uh, it had a lot of really weird, just kind of crappy ideas intertwined in it and a lot of people didn't like it and a lot of people protested against it and like a good developer uh, the developers of Deus Ex took it down which I'm very excited for I played Deus Ex Human Revolution which is the last game and I loved it I've actually I need to go back um, and play the originals because from what I understand the originals are fantastic stealth games and of course as I was talking about earlier everyone all the diehard original fans saying that the Human Revolution was dumbed down, uh, but I still enjoyed it nonetheless. It was about, I think I put about 30 hours into it, um, but it was it was absolutely fantastic. I had a blast. Let me see, Deus Ex Human Revolution. I put 21 hours into it, which is very, very fun. It was an enjoyable game, had a very good story. Uh, the graphics looked pretty good. I would definitely recommend it to anybody who enjoys stealth games. Uh, of course, you don't have to stealth your way all the way through, but I, I would probably recommend that you do. I try to go for the absolutely no-kill run, never-detected run. That's what I usually try and do in stealth games. It didn't work out because I killed people during the intro, which I didn't know counted for some reason. I didn't think about that. Uh, so, yeah, that that was, that was an enjoyable 21 hours to get through sneaking my whole way through just to realize that I missed one achievement. Uh, but anyways, yeah, Deus Ex... Mankind Divided, they released a new trailer, The Mechanical Apartheid. It was a live-action trailer, ran about four minutes, told a very good story. Uh, without getting into too many spoilers, of course, if you want to know the full story, I highly recommend you play Human Revolution. These are prequels to the original games. Um, but it's it was a very, very powerful trailer. If you're interested in watching I highly recommend you watch it. It doesn't spoil... Um, anything for the game as far as I knew uh, it, but it did definitely I looked at that and thought I'm really excited for this game now and uh, we're going to hear more about that coming out of E3 so like I said highly recommend you check out Human Revolution it usually goes on sale on Steam for about $5 I think that's what I paid for it and of course the Steam summer sales have been announced quick segue uh, they will be out June 23rd is when they're starting I believe they run a week I <laughs> The only reason I remembered the day is because I thought that uh, I thought it started May 23rd when I read about it, and I got really excited Monday morning and logged on to Steam, and there was no sales to be found. And I looked it up and it said June 24th. But I believe it usually runs for about a week. Lots of good sales. I, at this point, own all the games that I really want. Um, when they start putting pre-orders on sale, I'll be happy. I really want to check out the new Doom. The new Doom I've talked about looks very good, in my opinion. Uh, I, I was one of those very few weird people that kind of enjoyed the multiplayer during the beta. Of course, I never played the originals, so I'm not, I'm not one of those people. Uh, I want to, I, I actually, I bought the originals on floppy, uh, thrift store a few, about a few months back just for fun. I need to get a 
floppy player or get Doom 3 BFG and play the originals. Because uh, I, I know Doom is just an absolutely beloved franchise. And I'm really, really glad to see that people are enjoying the reboot. Uh, it looks really good from what I've seen. The campaign looks fantastic. I thought that the multiplayer was way too slow, in my opinion. Uh, from what I've seen of Doom, it's very fast-paced. And I was looking at some of the campaign footage and seeing people blow, just blow through there fast, running around. It looked absolutely fantastic. Uh, Bethesda's done pretty good with these reboots. I know they did Wolfenstein, if, uh, was it a year or two ago? Actually, it might have been a year ago. I think they did that in 2015. Uh, but I know people absolutely love that game. That's another game I want to pick up. Um, so Bethesda's doing pretty good with the old id reboots, which I am glad for. Because people people really latch on and love those old franchises, which I understand. I've got franchises like that myself that I'm very attached to. Um, but yeah, seeing that these old franchises can make a comeback in modern times and have the old crew actually, the old crew, the old fan base actually enjoy them is something that I really like because a lot of people have talked about gaming now like it's it's going downhill and yet we can still make these reboots um, and bring back these old franchises to make people absolutely love them, uh, which is really, really Anyway, I want to kind of hop back on the stealth bandwagon for a minute to talk about another Bethesda title, which is Dishonored. I'll take a drink real quick before I do it. Mm. I've been talking for like 15 minutes straight, and my mouth is starting to get very dry. Um, yeah, Dishonored 2 has been announced, and we're going to hear more about that at E3. Of course, it's been announced since E3 last year. That's something I'm really excited for. I really, really love stealth games. It was one of the first, fran- or not franchises, but one of the first... Uh, genres of game I got into was the stealth genre I got in. I remember playing the original uh, Splinter Cell on the GameCube and that was a game I absolutely loved. Uh, one of my favorite memories from my childhood is I got the the demo. My, my GameCube came with a demo disc of about five or six different games and the one I played the most was Splinter Cell, the original Splinter Cell and it was a mission uh, where you had to sneak your way through a Chinese restaurant filled with, there's I remember this to this day. There's two guards and a cook, um, and myself, and I, I had two or three friends who would come over, and we'd find we'd sit there literally for hours on end and find different ways to make our way through this level. Uh, find different ways to like mess with the cook who was in the back. It's just an NPC, didn't even have a weapon. Uh, or the two guys, how to get rid of the two guys and stealth our way. I that I know that level backwards and forwards. And it's, it's just one of those memories that I've always loved. Um, and, of course, that, that really did inspire a love of stealth genres in me. I love stealth games. I've never really had a stealth game that I've not liked, a major stealth game. And Dishonored definitely hit the nail on the head with that. It has a fantastic world. Uh, and I'd love to see the Dishonored world get a little bit more explored in Dishonored 2. Now, one of the things I'm pretty excited for is the fact that this time around, you don't just get to play as Corvo. Of course, you can play as Emily Caldwin, who is the daughter of the Empress who you have to rescue in Dishonored 1. Uh, this does take place, I believe, 10 or 15 years in the future from where Dishonored took place. Looks pretty interesting. I'm looking forward to seeing where that goes. One of the things I was kind of excited for was the prospect of having a co-op uh, playthrough of this because a lot of my friends really enjoyed Dishonored. I think it would have been really fun, but of course they've now come out and canned that idea, saying there will be no co-op, 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 uh, and that it's just an option to play as a male or female, which I still think is really cool. Uh, I think it'll be really cool to kind of see 
what this means. What does this mean? Did you get to play as Emily? Uh, and of course, Corvo. It should be pretty fun to play as Corvo again as well. I'll probably do two or three playthroughs because they, if it's anything like the original Dishonored, there's achievements for beating it every way you possibly can. I went through, it was one of the first games I went through and did an absolutely perfect run. No kills, no detections. It took like 20 hours, but I absolutely loved it. Dishonored is an absolutely fantastic game. I highly recommend you check it out. Um, Stealth games, like I said, one of my favorites. You can pick up Dishonored. I still need to pick up the DLC and play those. Uh, but Dishonored, absolutely fantastic. Love it, love it, love it. Anyway, I think that's about all I'm going to talk about today in terms of E3. I'll probably come back next week, talk a little bit about E3, and record as well as record a filler episode for the week that I am away. I hope you enjoyed the One Bit Podcast, and I hope you come back for more. Like I said, if you're listening to this on another service other than YouTube, I recommend you check out my YouTube channel. I do Let's Plays and live streams somewhat regularly. And I also hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you have ideas and things for me to talk about, let me know, and I will talk about them for you. Anyways, guys, thanks so much for watching. I hope you enjoyed. Chris, signing off.